get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah. I'm the host of this show. This is episode number 348. And today we're going to be talking about some Star Trek, some news that came out of an Unreal Engine 5 event, stuff about E3. And um, guys, I have a really interesting story to talk about that uh, came into my email inbox. Uh, do you know who the filthiest gamers are? Stay tuned. We'll find out. Before we do that, I'm going to introduce you to the friendly voices around this digital table. Catherine, how you doing? I'm good yourself. I'm excellent. Simon, uh, welcome back. Thank you. you're feeling uh, better than last week. Oh, I mean, it's hard to not feel better than last week. (laughs) You got it, didn't you? You I got got the thing. the COVID. I got the C word. We'll talk about it during crew check-in, but yeah, I got the C word. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Let's do some housekeeping. And my dog decided to join the party. Hi, Bowie. Hi, Bowie. Can you stop with the squeaker, please? Thank you very much. (laughs) All right. Housekeeping. I want to remind you that if you enjoy this show, you can subscribe and have it automatically downloaded to your podcast platform of choice. But we can be found on these particular ones, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. Bear with me two seconds. I'm going to take that toy away. Come here, dog. Come here. No, he walked away. Come here. No more movies. Thank God we're not doing this live, right, guys? I Who think cares? I think you can you keep would this all... in the podcast. Sorry, dog. You don't get that till the end of the show. All right. Um, if you'd like to get some GOG merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games. Or maybe you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee, or maybe get Bowie a non-squeaking toy. You can do that by going to our Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash girls on games. Does this count? Does Bowie count as a guest for the podcast? Are we going yes. to put him are on the you, front page and everything? Yeah, are you part of the podcast now, bud? You okay. should. Go get a donut. Go get one of your donut toys. They don't squeak. All right. Um, Simon, I'm so happy you're feeling better. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, uh, it wasn't too, too bad. Like, uh, of course, you know, uh, I think there's here in, in Quebec, um, well, in Canada, I think the whole of Canada, we're dealing with uh, what they're calling Wave 6. And uh, I've never had that many people (laughs) close to me get COVID. I don't know if it's, I think it's, yeah, this strand, I think it's B2A or whatever is is a lot more contagious, but a lot less uh, dangerous, if you will. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I got it on last Tuesday, last Tuesday afternoon, I was starting to feel kind of iffy. So I I went, I went home and uh, yeah, and Wednesday I was like, yep, this is not happening. Um, It was mostly extreme fatigue. And headache, like nothing, you know, and a little bit of a sore throat. So, you know, I, I could still uh, eat, drink water. I could still, like, I could could still taste stuff. So, no fever. So, it was really mild. Well, mild, I mean, in a, in a sense of how bad it could have been, it was really mild. <laughs> Good. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not a fun one. And every single time, people have combination of different symptoms, yeah. I find. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I'm probably one of the lucky ones, honestly. Like, 
I was already working from home anyway, so for 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 those other days, so I just you know I've been home now for uh, for for well ever since last uh, last Tuesday afternoon, and uh, like we haven't like we called in some groceries, called in some food, and tried to you know really respect the quarantine. Of course, my girlfriend got it. <laughs> You got together. it, and then she got it. Oh. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I, I was feeling, um, I was feeling. I think she started feeling under the weather probably on Friday, Friday or, or, or Saturday. I'm not sure, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, she she wasn't feeling super top. So she, um, so yeah, she's been dealing with it as well. A bit like me, like most extreme fatigue, sleeping a lot, a little bit of a, a little bit more of a like a a, a, a a hard time breathing, but like it's nothing. You know, she's already feeling better. So yeah, it's. Uh, I'm I'm glad it's not very hard on people <laughs> right now. Like everyone yeah. I know so far who got it, like has you know it's it's like a bad cold, something that's gonna last a couple of days, and as long as you drink plenty of water and you know get some rest, you'll be fine. So it's the new normal pretty much with that. So we just gotta have to deal with it and 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 move things forward. So yeah, there's a lot of it going around here too. It's like. And people are being hyper cautious, which is yeah, yeah, is great. Be. Like they're not cu- if they're starting to feel weird, they're not coming into the office and all that kind of stuff. Mike's mm-hmm. got to deal with a bit of it for for his staff and stuff too. So yeah, and and I yeah. think that you know that's probably the you know one of the best things that gonna you know if, if if we can glance anything positive from this is you know we're from home is as as is now not as taboo or ostracized as it used to be. Like that, it's pretty much norm. If you're feeling well. You know, work from home, stay home, and and make sure to not you know give anything to anyone, so you don't infect the rest of the people. So, and that's for those who can work home. Of course, there's a lot of people in the service industry who can don't have that uh, that luxury. So, you know, that, mm-hmm. that that's real. That really sucks. But we're the lucky ones. We're able to uh, keep our job and work from home. In those uh, in those tough situations. Yeah, true. Catherine, what have you been up to this week? Mm, not much. No. I'm keeping quiet. My mom came over. We had lunch. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, been a very, very quiet on my end. Good. Um, on my front, I decided that I was going to get a personal cell phone. And you know what? Ooh. It means that now I can play xcloud on my phone because having a work phone and that's a a fair chunk of the reason of why i wanted a personal phone is because work has a lot of bunch of stuff locked down that you can't do and i'm a a power apple user and use it with everything and i'm a gearhead so i want everything interconnected and tracking and whatever like i'm on day 91 of closing my move ring every day so like i want to keep that going right wow yeah, I'm doing well. The move ring has been longer than anything else, but since January 17th, I've closed all three rings every Damn. day. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. awesome. Congrats. Yeah. So I'm trying hard, but yeah, that's part of it. Like I want it all interconnected. I want to be able to do things. There's a cool grocery app that I started playing with for you know meal planning and whatever else. And yeah, interconnectivity between the stuff doesn't work when work hold you know holds down. Did some you of the did you get a, an Apple phone? I did, sir. Boo. I bought. Or leased because that's what <laughs> Bell has now. Is you can you can buy it, finance oh, okay. it, or lease it. It's like a car. Actually, speaking of that, I 
made two huge purchases last week. I got Jeez. a new car and I got a new phone. Damn. <laughs> Living like, the just life. spending the bell money. The car. No, the car one was it was interesting too. The car I uh we got we got our car back in 2020 like after 11 years, finally decided to get a new car, which Mike, you know, sometimes I I find with certain big things like that you have a little bit of briar's remorse and I did at that time I was like, eh, "Did I do the right thing?" you know? And then lo and behold afterwards mike and i keep saying it's the best purchase we ever made best purchase we ever made nice. uh, but they called us up like beginning of march and they were like hey we want to offer you a deal to upgrade to the 2022 model and keep the exact same rate and just restart your lease so i was like hell yeah oh yeah <laughs> i was they like are, does it cost uh... me anything and they're like just the transfer fee for your license plate and i'm like done so oh, yeah, um, they're, they're, they're strapped for 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 uh, for merchandise right now. The, yeah. the automobile business is uh, it's very hard to get in cars right now. So the used car to, market has exploded. Easier for them to bring in an, or know that they've got new models coming in that they want to get out and renew with me to keep yeah. me on lock and then sell the, the other car. And yeah, of course, we had 15,000 kilometers on it in two wow. years. Almost like we haven't gone anywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah, Two years, that's like a new car. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Pandemic car. And it was like, you know, immaculately clean, except for some Bowie nose prints on the windows, right? (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So I did that. And uh, yeah, I got uh, got the phone. So um, setting up a new phone is always a little bit of a tedious experience. You almost need to, you can't do it all at once. I find you need to like live in it. You know, oh, for and slowly sure. add the things back in. You're like, oh, yeah, I need to add the Tim Hortons app. Oh, yeah, I need to set that back up again. And because uh-huh. everything was on the other phone, it was a, and I didn't want to, I couldn't mimic the phone over because obviously it has the bell controlled stuff on it. So uh, it was a little bit of a struggle to move my watch over because I really wanted to make sure I didn't lose my track record that oh, I had yeah, going for, sure. for 89 days, 90 days. So, uh, so yeah, but, uh, I've got a new phone, so now I'm one of those two-phone-wielding individuals that's walking around <laughs> everywhere. And, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I haven't installed, or I haven't tried anything xCloud yet, but when I was back in the office the other day, I opened up the drawers, because obviously I've been in there two years trying to clean everything out. I found a mount that was sent to me, I think, I think Xbox had sent it back when it came out on Android xCloud. And it's like a holds your phone and holds an Xbox controller so that you can oh, yeah. play it. Oh, so yeah, I'm going to yeah. give that a go. So where is that thing anyway? It's somewhere here in the office. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that was my big thing that's kind of happened over the weekend. Is, that's you know, awesome. Yeah, it's good. Um, hey, we- and Go ahead. Oh, Sorry. I was just gonna say for I'm lucky because you know I have it's my own phone, but like at work we they have this uh, bring your own device policy. So basically, you just um, I buy my phone and they give me the SIM card, put that in the phone, and bingo, you know I'm done. So so that's, that's pretty good. cool. I can get my own phone, and I still you know I have access to all the corporate stuff in like a different profile on the phone. Like okay, Android cool. does that, so it's pretty cool. Oh, neat. I, yeah, that's that's a different one. Yeah, with the uh, with the one that I had, like, it wouldn't let me update anything to Apple Cloud. That oh, was yeah, the I don't major know. Yeah. thing that, like, between my watch and my phone and my iPad yeah. and, all, and mic stuff and all the, we have those AirTag things because mm-hmm. keep losing our keys. Uh, we don't want to lose our keys because the keys to this car <laughs> cost $500. How do you keep $500. losing your keys? <laughs> well, we uh, take some. They get, oh, no, they get, they, they're, 
just little black boxes. So, like, I have a spot where I put mine, but it's not me that keeps losing their keys uh, and their wallet. It might be somebody else in this house. Uh, <laughs> I put an air tag on the dog, though. <laughs> but it was cool because uh, like, even today I was out at lunchtime and I didn't take all my stuff with me. I left my keys and, and, and my AirPods in the in the office. And I went out and went around. And as soon as I left the building, my watch pinged me. is like, you left these things behind. I was like, Are well, you sh- nice Not really. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, but another cool thing that happened that we all worked on last week over the last little while is... We now have an official yeah. Girls on Game music playlist on iHeartRadio. Yeah. It's awesome. So yeah, um go if you want to listen to this and yes, I believe it's available in the US as well. Um you go in to iHeart. You either search for the Girls on Games and you will find the podcast. You will find the playlist. Um, and you can also find it an easy way to do it is in the playlist section. Go under moods and activities, gaming, and that's there. Um, I also curated a playlist of uh, music from soundtracks of games and a playlist of music used in dance games. So if you feel like getting your groove on, nice. there you go. And they're all, uh, you know, curated by Girls on Games. So uh, yeah, go check that out if you want to here, especially our playlist, a very eclectic uh, mix <laughs> it of is, tunes. It is chaotic oh, man. in yeah. the best way ever. Can't bring us through some chaos. of the tracks on this. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I decided that like we needed stuff like Juice World, that song he did with Marshmallow, which is Hell amazing. Hell yeah! And like stuff like uh, some Stramai, because he He's my favorite. And then y'all was like, you know what would go well with that? Some motherfucking ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and then right after that, I'm on a Marth. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I added a little bit of the weekend. We've yeah. got some uh, glass animals, Alter Bridge, Daft Punk, Missy Elliott, Radio Radio. You know, uh, it's just Miley Cyrus, Wham. You know, like it is... It is a journey. Is that, that you not added Radio Radio? Is it oh, yeah. I forgot I did. Which one did I put? Ali also had some input on this. So it's really a team affair. Um, yeah, team so effort. yeah, go give it a listen and uh, tell us uh, what you think. Uh, definitely, I think a jam that Catherine wasn't expecting uh, is I have this remix. Um I don't know where I even heard it, but I had favorite the, shak- the Shaka Khan song. Yeah, "Ain't Nobody Loves Me Better" cover uh, by Felix Jane and Jasmine Thompson. It's a great version of that song. So uh, honestly, like yeah. it was like when it started, I was like, "Ooh, is that like Shaka Khan?" And then it went in, and I was like, "Bitch, yes! Like this is so good. <laughs> I love the original, but this is this is a good like." This that should it, end up on TikTok, you know? Yeah, it's a great, great uh, uh, cover. So, yeah, go go enjoy some tunes. We'll keep updating it. It's still going to, you know, be very eclectic because we're an eclectic bunch and we yeah. have no real specific pinpointed genre of music no. that we all appreciate. <laughs> but what, what I love is, you know, like I have... My go-to playlist I've had, like, for years that I've transferred from, like, whatever music service. And I've always made, like, you know, mixtapes and mix CDs back in the day. And 
every time like somebody listened to one of my mixes, they were like, what the fuck is this? I'm just it's just music <laughs> that I want to hear every day right now. So yeah. my main playlist is just called stuff. <laughs> music and like I listened. <laughs> it, it's just stuff, you know, like I've got a playlist that's called high energy. It's a mix of pop EDM hard rock alternative just stuff that has a high like a high bpm to listen to when i go to the gym and i got a playlist that's called chill and it's not about the style or or the musical style. it's just about the bpms and like just things that like when i chill you know like maybe like some some of the chill glass animals someone like pluto but there's also like possibly some chili peppers like some of their slower songs and some maroon five it's just and when we built this playlist and I saw the selection, I was like, this is exactly what my personal playlist does. It's just music <laughs> I want to hear right now. Yeah. But even we talk video games, like, this is us. Like, we yeah. are all over the place. We have, I can count four languages so far. You guys correct me. We have English music, French music, K-pop. We have main skin, so that's Italian. Is there anything yes. else in here that's well, a different language? I feel I like mean, it's um, it's all over the place. I mean, if you have Stromae, who's who's a bel- who's Belgian, like, and his French is European, and then there's Radio Radio, which is Acadian the Quebecois. French. <laughs> no, they're Acadian. They're Acadian. from Nova Scotia. Oh, oh, I didn't realize they were Acadian. They wow. sing in in Acadian French, and that's why it sounds the way it sounds. Okay, because yes. I was like, why do I not understand this yet? It kind of sounds like Newfie speak. Because it's Acadian French. The song is called Dekshu. Yeah, they're deck shoes. Yeah, exactly. Deck the, shoes, like party the, the, shoes, the boat shoes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But he's <laughs> the 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 verse. The verse goes, uh, "Avec mes penny loafers, avec mes deck shoes." Yes. With my penny loafers and with my deck with shoes. My deck shoes. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, anyway, it's like I I rediscovered them recently. I've been listening to because they have a new album out, so I've been oh, listening cool. to them while I at work, and it's just like I forgot like how. Even if you don't understand the lyrics, like every beat, it, they're very boppy. Yeah, they put and you in a kinda, good mood. Yeah, like it's it's just a, a kind of hip hop that's really good. And like, if you guys out there are listening to a lot of K-pop and, and K-hip K hop and a lot of stuff that's coming out of Asia right now, like Radio Radio was doing that like in the early 2000s. Like it's... Mm-hmm. It's that same kind of vibe and energy. You're just going to listen to it and you're just going to bop and enjoy it, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And this, yeah. And between that and the mix of genres, we've got everything from like, you know, retro wave, tech noir from Gunship. We've got metal. We've got pop. We've got, you know, EDM music. We've got, oh, yeah. it's just insane. EDM so, yeah. music. So yeah. EDM music. So electronic dance music music. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh. <laughs> Rip in peace. And, Look, uh, I worked a full day. ATM I went in and sat and, uh, in with my boss at one point and I couldn't <laughs> speak. And I was like, I couldn't find the words. And I was like, you know the fun part of this? I have to go home tonight and record a podcast. And she laughed at me. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, between a podcast and your work, I would assume that the podcast is more fun. <laughs> Works pretty fun considering I kind of built three playlists at work this week. It's true, it's true. <laughs> But this is my job. I'm cool with it. So yeah, go listen to the Girls on Games playlist on iHeartRadio. And uh, you're welcome. You will like it. <laughs> you will and like you, it. And if you don't like it, well, you're wrong. So 
You're uh, just wrong. If anything, if the chaotic nature of the playlist isn't for you, at the very least, maybe you'll discover a new song or a new artist. I mean, yeah. if they're a fan of the podcast, it's already fucking chaos in here anyway, so I'm sure <laughs> yeah. that they will enjoy we chaotic chaos music. We are chaos <laughs> Uh, or go listen to video game soundtracks. And but like when I say video game soundtracks, I put together. It's not like Zelda. It's like the stuff, the commercial music that you've heard on. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, on it. Yeah. And then uh, dance game music, which is also all over the place because you have stuff like Chandelier and Boombaya and Believer, and then you may also have some random stuff like Baby Shark. So, I'm sorry, yet not. Enjoy! <laughs> Alright, let's talk video games. Um, Catherine, what have you been playing this week? I realized Monday night, half an hour before my bedtime, that the very last thing I have left to do in Mass Effect 3 is the final quest. Oh! <gasps> So and did you do it that night? No, Are no. You holding on to it because I was like, I, I, like in fifteen minutes, I'm gonna be over this. So I didn't. <laughs> so like, you know, I go to start it. I was like, ah, you know, like it'll be like a main quest thing. Like I'll play for ten minutes. I'll go to bed, and then Hackett's like, yeah, once we do this, like there's no backing out. The entire fleet's gonna You're engage done. the Reapers, <laughs> and I was okay, like, that end. sounds like I'm just gonna this. So they're like, so Shepard, are you ready? And I was like, no. Nope. <laughs> and I closed the Xbox. I'm gonna go take a nap. I'm not ready for this emotional roller coaster ride of three games. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then yet yeah. And then yesterday I had I was I went to the gym and after I had my D D game, so I I haven't had like and tonight we're recording. And maybe after and after that, I'll see if I have time, but it's gonna be like tomorrow night. I don't know if I'm going to the gym Thursday or Friday, but either Thursday or Friday is going to be me finishing Mass Effect God, forever. Who, who did you end up to an end. You're not, you're not going to try Andromeda? You're just going to say, fuck it. I'm going to move on to something else. Okay. And eventually I'll, uh, I might visit. Uh, I rekindled my romance with Caden Small. Kate, is that the human? It's a human. But he's so boring. Humans listen. are boring, aren't they? <laughs> listen. If anything, like, you're gonna it's going to be a fucking space person in the future and you're dating a human? Like, come on. I figured I started in the first game and then I fucked up in the second game and forgot to kiss Garrus. Um, I figured I would just continue it. I don't know. Are it you? just kind of like the option came in and then he started flirting with me and I was like, eh, fair enough. <laughs> I never asked. Are you playing as female or male shepherd? Female. Okay. At least it's not that racist lady. Oh, God, no. Racist lady? Yeah. And you can smooch her? Yeah, she's the love interest in the first game. Yeah, well, in the first game, you either get Kaden or I think is Ashley or something? Ash, something like that? Yeah, it's it's basically you have Dr. Tassoni, which is the Asari. She's an option no matter your gender. But then if you're a guy, you have the racist girl. And if you're a girl, you have Kaden. Okay. But I, after that, I checked, like, the list and whatever. Like, in Mass Effect 3, Caden is the only bisexual option. Uh, they might have updated that. In the original, yes. But I think that in the Legendary Edition, I think they 
added some extra relationships uh, options for different sexes. I th- I think I could be wrong, but I know that they updated some some of those in the legendary edition. Well, I mean, like the Asari present as female, but they've always been like open to everybody. But yeah, no, no, she, uh, Liara was always open, but they, I know that they added more. Okay. Of those options for for humans and for. Uh, so I'm pretty sure. Could be wrong, okay. but I'm pretty sure. All right. Uh, but anyway, uh, at this point, I was just like, I need to know, like, I was disinterested and disengaged in the romance. I was just like, let's just uh, figure out what's happening with the Reapers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a bit disappointed in myself. I'm usually more heavily into the story and the romance, but uh, maybe it's because it's a sci-fi game and not a fan- high fantasy game with dragons. Um but I got or the fact that I strung every game one after the other. But I I ran out of steam at one point. And I was just like, yeah, let's just get this over with. That's fine. Um, you know, I'm not big on gun games. Mm. And at the core, Mass Effect is a third person shooter. You know, it is very mm-hmm. much a gun game. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have like superpowers and be a biotic and things like that. Like, which is like Mass Effect's <laughs> space magic. Um, space magic. You know, like the Force in Star Wars. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, shooting a gun in video games is not my favorite thing. Mm. So uh, I am ready to move on. I have... I'll report next week to see what kind of ending I got and if I am uh, torn apart. Uh, But uh, so far, I have thoroughly enjoyed Mass Effect. It is the first non-Star Wars space opera that hooked me. Cool. Nice. Do you know what you're gonna play next? Tunic. Ah. I, I was gonna say Ellen Ring. <laughs> uh-huh. She's playing the cartoon no. version, according to everybody who's played that so far. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. I don't need to play Elden Ring every time. I just need to sit next to Pascal and watch him and see the That's ridiculousness. And- I mean, you never need to play it. You have to play it. It's a different setup. No, I'm good. Simon, come on. It was a need to play for you. <laughs> Elden Ring, of course. <laughs> How goes your time with Elden Ring? Pretty good. Uh, I have um, finished. So I finished my second playthrough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you Wait, hold on. Like what? two weeks. Well, I guess you did have COVID. So you probably <laughs> stayed in and played a bit. You were like, yes. I'm just finishing up my first playthrough. I don't know what I'm doing next. I'm like, turn yes. another one. You're done I your second at- one? Hold on, starting open up opening up Steam. Look, I feel uh, bad I am, for taking forever to play Horizon Forbidden West. <laughs> I am at uh, 173 hours so far. Fuck me, that's a lot of time. Yes, it's for a single player game. It's a shit ton of time, and um, yeah. So I yeah I finished the first playthrough, and then I finished a second playthrough, which was like of course much faster than the first one. Like first one was maybe. 80 hours 85 ish mm-hmm. then the second one was like 45 50 ish so like mm-hmm. it took a lot less time because I know, I know where i was going and what, was, what i was doing mm-hmm. uh, i went into ng plus with my first playthrough mm-hmm. so i've been uh, fluffing around a little bit with that and then i'm probably going to start a um a magic run because you have like multiple ways to play the game depending if you mm-hmm. want to be a magic user melee user or range or that kind of stuff so there was I, a lot of them when i was watching so i was watching uh someone kind of play like a let's play and i was there's a lot a lot of of, of different ways of to classes that i didn't i didn't yeah, anticipate. Yeah, 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 yeah well the thing is you start with the 
you know, you have a starting class, which is gives you kind of like some basic stats here and there and like your starting weapons and spells if you're a spellcaster. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically after that, you can do whatever the hell you want. Like there's no, you know, you put your, your leveling points into whatever you want to put your leveling points in. So you can start off as a mage, then halfway through you're like, ah, I'd rather play melee than... You can just switch to melee and like you can, uh, they call it rebirth. And you, you get it like a little bit later on in the game, maybe like a bit less than halfway through. And like after that point, you can just change to whatever you want. Like you can re- reassign your points to whatever you want. And different weapons will have different effects depending on what your stats are and stuff. So it's very, it's pretty involved and it's very like, um, you can do a lot of mid-maxing, which I really appreciate it. And uh, there's tons of ways to play the game. Like uh, I was playing with um, Steph or uh, yeah. Alice from from Girls on Games. That yeah. she was not the team, and um, she uh, she was on the last boss and she was having issues killing it. So she uh, she ragged me and one of my friends. So we came in and we helped her kill the last boss. And like she was playing a completely different way that I was playing, and um, like my friend was also playing a completely different way that that we were playing, and now like she she saw uh, she saw a build where you can use like dual whips, so like you can use whips to to as weapons, like go full Castlevania style, and then um, she's like, yeah, I'm gonna go to NG plus and I'm gonna play with whips, and so she switched her build and now she has dual whips and she's just jumping around whipping people. It's it's really cool. There's a lot of there's tons of weapons. So many weapons and options you can play the game. So it's pretty cool. A whip is a weapon you don't see very often in a video game. They've always more, sucked. <laughs> I think, I yeah, or they're used for like traversal or something like that. But yeah. like, that's one that they should really like lean into. Um, Honestly, like it's the first, it's the first uh, FromSoft game where the whips are actually pretty good. Like they used to be really bad in all the other games, so people never okay. used them. But yeah. like the the way that the system is balanced right now, you can pretty much put any sort of uh, rating on almost any weapon. So if you say, okay, well, I want to uh, use whip, but I'm 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 specced in intelligence or I'm specced in arcane, well, then you can totally make sure that your whips will be using those stats to deal damage as opposed to using dexterity or strength or whatever. So you have a lot more flexibility. You can, like, almost every build is viable, which is just super crazy and awesome. I also remember... And, you know, I was watching this when I was falling asleep. There was a one you could start with that was almost like a human just in their underwear. Yeah, the wretched. The wretched. So that is that like you're starting with nothing and you're going to be real hard? Unleveled person. Okay. So basically, uh, like, it's definitely not recommended for if it's your first time playing a FromSoft game. Okay. Um, but a lot of people are doing like a, a level one challenge where they'll beat the whole game as 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 the wretch, like never leveling up or uh, um, and never they can they switch weapons and stuff and like they can get some armor, but you can never level up. Um, oh, so wow. there's ways to go through the whole game doing this. Um, so it's, it's kind of a challenge. It's always been something that's been um, available in in the FromSoft game. Like there's always mm-hmm. little classes you can choose from, and there's usually always one that's like. Um, I think in Bloodborne it was like milk toast <laughs> as opposed to wretched because you just literally <laughs> had like you have nothing, you have no one or anything. Milk toast? Yeah, milk toast. It's it's you've never heard that expression? The most basic. It's like basics. super basic, dry, so uninteresting. So like toast with no butter. Like 
But I've just never heard of milk toast. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, M I L Q E and then toast. So milk oh, no, toast. Never heard of a it. timid it's or a feeble person. <laughs> feeble, insipid, or bland. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you've huh. always had like those level one um, classes in in, in 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 all the FromSoft games. It's basically just exactly. Uh, oh, see, in Dark Souls three was deprived. <laughs> <laughs> deprived one. of everything yeah exactly so yeah it's yeah. uh yeah there's that option so if you want to do a a level one full playthrough you totally can it's that's an option so <laughs> cool very cool yeah and you're pl- and and uh doc says you're uh you know out there hitting balls up over yeah so the- um I, uh, doing some baseball. Yeah, doing some baseball. See, again, like we're talking about eclectic styles of games from... Oh, we, <laughs> we Ring, all over the place. From Elden Ring to MLB The Show. Yeah, Why I got uh, I got not? Show 22. I know they came out, I think, I think it's this week or late last week. Yeah, if it was not yesterday. It was yesterday, Tuesday. I think it might have been yesterday. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was yesterday. Something like yeah. that. I and, lost um, the Xbox two days ago. Yes, Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> Mike hasn't... I told him about it. He's like, ooh, good. But you know what he's asking? actually like jamming on right now that f1 game that's in there (laughs) yeah because we're we watched through all of that drive to survive f1 show on netflix Mm. and now and he's like i'm racing against all these dudes but anyway keep going simon (laughs) more about the baseball oh no well i mean that's that's pretty much it like i uh i was interested in 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 playing the game and it's uh i i really enjoyed i i didn't buy last year's um i think it's gonna probably gonna be something like uh Play a year, skip a year, play a year, skip a year, like a little bit. So that might 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 do something like that. So I went, um, yeah. So I I played. Uh, I downloaded. I think it literally today. <laughs> like I downloaded. Did it you today. get it on Game Pass though? No, because it's on it's on Xbox, and I don't have. Well, isn't, I have an Xbox. Isn't it, isn't it on PC? No, on Game Pass. No, no it's, oh. a console. it's, an, it's a console, console. exclusive. Yeah. So you went and got it on the PlayStation. Yeah, I got it on PlayStation. It's made by a PlayStation really good. Studio. It's they don't make Sony. PC games. Yeah, and they, yeah, yeah unfortunately. I, I mean, they've been slow. PlayStation has been doing a little bit of games on PC, but I don't think we're going to be seeing um, uh, MLB the show anytime on uh, on, uh, on on PC eventually. But uh, mm. yeah, so uh, yeah, it's been uh, I've been having a, a really the game looks really great. Like uh, I'm playing on my uh, my 1440p monitor um, and looks really good like good frame rate um it's really impressive like when you're out there batting and it's just like in um you know you're in the uh, uh like in, in the you know, what's the blue jays one called skydome skydome no, it's not it's rogers center now rogers center yeah it used to be the skydome <laughs> yeah it, it's been so many names when they change the names of the arena it's always it takes a Confusing. long time to wrap your head around it and call yeah. it what it really is now but it's a rogers yeah. center now yeah, it, it looks really good. I've been playing Road to the Show, which is like the uh, you know you start off in the minors, you play your guy, and then you you know get to get to play the game, get to get better, and then you get called up in the you know double A, triple A, and then the majors. So uh, yeah, that's that's what I did usually for for the last time as well. I usually go uh, infielder, then usually pitcher. I, I like pitching; it's fun. Cool. And uh, yeah, so I've been having a really good time playing uh, playing the show. It's a great nice. game again. Pascal's like, I'm, I'm glad you skipped a year because 
from from 20 to 21 there was a big jump but 21 22 is like it's pretty much the same game so it's good to just skip to here yeah yeah that makes sense yeah the graphics really increased like that was the big thing last year mm-hmm. right it was how yeah how good it, it looked and stuff and the fact that was on xbox yeah that too yeah coming out of the new consoles so uh mm. So yeah, I'm gonna have to go and download that and get that ready for Mike when he gets home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's gonna have a great time. It looks really good and it's always fun. So. Oh yeah, yeah. There's nothing. There's something about sports games. They're just like they're like old faithful. Yeah, and it's like, you know, sometimes I don't necessarily want to think. <laughs> no, you know, we have oh, yeah. jobs that are very much thinky and brainy. So sometimes you just want to turn your brain off and hit ball with stick, you know. So and that's. Or hit puck with stick. So that's what those are. Nice. All right. Well, considering there's actually been some uh, news this past week, because I know sometimes there isn't, but this week's been pretty active. I think it's time for us to talk about some video game news. You folks ready for that? Yeah, let's do it. And now it's time to talk video game news. Simon, what do you got for us this week, my friend? Yeah, so I want to talk a little bit about a game that kind of went under my radar, and um, I think that uh, I know that on on the server, on the, on the Discord, there's a lot of people, by the way, uh, if you want to join our Discord, discord.me slash games, and um, there's a lot of people who, who like Star Trek and are, are enjoy Star Trek as a whole, and... Um, it's been kind of dry for Star Trek fans over the last the uh, last years. Um, last good Star Trek series was arguably Voyager. Um, I think uh, was it after yeah, after was uh, Enterprise, which was pretty pretty. Peak. Yeah, Enterprise Discovery, and then we've got that Picard show, which I still need to watch. Apparently, it's kind of meh. I don't know. I've heard good things about really? it. Really? I've, I've yeah. read that it was kind of meh. Okay. Well, see, th- okay, so th- there's this thing. There's Star Trek, to me, and to a lot of people, has always been about science, about discovery, mm-hmm. about politics, about um, that kind of, 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 of thing. Not about action. Yes, there's some action places, and yes, there's some, you know, moments where there's, you know, shooting in space and people, uh, you know, ships exploding. Yes, but it's not... It was never the main drive of of the show like it was always about the people about the relation of, of those people and that's what i feel we've been missing a lot in the last 10 to 20 years regarding star trek is that it's always been about the action and the drama and the explosions and the fighting the ships in space and and yes it's it's good and th- that's what i've been saying about the last star trek movies as well with um chris pine and and zach quinto and that stuff it's good science fiction. It's good action science fiction, but it's not Star Trek, and that's that's my feeling. Like, like I'm not saying that you you can't like Star Trek and like the new movies. Of course you can, but in in my mind, that's what it was. And I was uh, I uh, I don't remember how I got up on on this video, but um, there's a new game being developed right now. Um, called Star Trek Resurgence and um, it is uh, being developed by former Telltale developers Um, they opened up a new studio called Dramatic Labs and um, honestly if you're a fan of one Telltale sort of narrative games and the old Star Trek style 
definitely go watch the little i think it's like a 10 15 minute um kind of little video footage and it is exactly that like you're a um a commander on on a starship and you're having discussion with a captain you're having discussion with uh, uh um, an alien that's in there as well and it's a discussion and it's like you have to take decisions and then the the, the decisions you'll be making will have repercussions and will decide on like how your character is progressing and how your character is being seen and it's really like for like really dumb example um there's a there's a planet that's going to be destroyed or whatever do you intervene or not and like star trek's always been about that like do you break the prime directive Mm -hmm. to go help those people or do you let them die you know so it's it's that kind of of choices and decisions which i feel was always super interesting especially when it comes to tng uh, of mm-hmm. how it was it was presented uh, presented so i feel like that's really going to be from what i've seen anyways it really feel that it's going to be that kind of game not based on the action but based on the relation of your character with everyone else in the ship and the decisions you make in that universe and on that ship. So I'm honestly super, super excited for, 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 for that game to come out. It, it really, it honestly, big, big next generation vibes. Like even the, um, the, uh, not the costume, but the uniform that they're, they're wearing. Like it's super, super TNG style with, uh, yeah. You know the the movies TNGs, not the uh, <laughs> not the, the, yeah, the, the gray with the shoulder thing and then the exactly. red collar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the like collar being a different yeah. color. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that representing kind of their rank along with the little uh, rivets, I guess you could say, that kind of stands for you know their rank. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, so, uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, it, it, it cool. says spring 2022, so I'm guessing probably soon-ish. Cool. Um, I, I'm seeing PS4, PS5, Xbox, and PC. Uh, mm-hmm. PC is Epic Store exclusive, from what I can see. Uh, so I'm honestly like, if, if, I think if you're a fan of, of the old Star Trek, like the original Star Trek, and by original I mean TNG and and, mm-hmm. and the 90s TNG stuff. and the movies, yeah, 90s, mm-hmm. 90s and two th- early 2000s. That's Star not Trek. the original though, eh? You know oh, that, right? No, I know Captain it's Kirk's not the original. original. But you mean you mean older. I mean, Star Trek. 90s and 2000s yeah. Star Trek. Yeah. So from 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 TNG, DS9, Voyager, <laughs> mm-hmm. and some of the first movies like uh, um, uh, Star Generations and mm-hmm. uh, First Contact. First Contact was so good. Mm, gotta uh, love that Borg. Yeah, so that was really great. So yeah, give it the go 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 on YouTube and watch the little gameplay trailer from from Star Trek Resurgence, and I think that you're gonna really you're going to hit it off and you're going to be as excited as I am for this game. Like, I think I l- even my mom would like this game. I don't yeah. Know it, like, it, it really seems like very chill to just, like, press a button to take decisions. So, like, I don't know if I can get her to try it out because I think that she would really love it. <laughs> One of my, or some of my favorite Star Trek episodes, TNG, because TNG is my, my Star course. Trek. Um are the ones with the holodeck where they'd like yeah. go to like another time. <laughs> yeah. Just in, shoot the or, shit. Yeah, and just like, fun. let's go to Shakespearean. Let's go to Victorian area. Let's go to like, okay, ridiculous stuff. Yeah, but, th- those uh, were I hope there's a holodeck. <laughs> we'll see, but like, it's not like, it's not a third person game. You're really, it's really like, it's uh, from what I've seen anyways, like you're not moving your character around. You're really just okay, like, you're really just sitting questions. down and talking and decisions and relations. I mean, there's probably walking around. I'm pretty sure that there's going to be moving mm. from place to place and that kind of stuff. But 
yeah, it looks really, really interesting. Honestly, so go check it out. Star Trek Resurgence on the YouTube's. Cool. Yeah. Uh, who put the next? Piece I put in here? the next f- three news stories. Go for it, Simon. <laughs> Bring us Bas- through all the big news. Basically, real quick, uh, Unreal Engine Five uh, came out yesterday. Well, depending on when the podcast comes out, I think it was uh, Tuesday. Yeah. Um. So they announced that officially it's out for everyone because, as you know, Unreal Engine Five is free. Uh, so you're able to just download it, go ahead and, and play with it. Um, so it's uh, they've um, they've already announced a couple games that are going to be on uh, Eng- Unreal Engine Five. Um, so we have, I think there's well, we saw a few like uh, Redfall, the one for, uh, at Arcane. That Arcane is the next, mm-hmm. next game. Uh, I think Fortnite as well is going to be put on Unreal, on Unreal Engine Five. Uh, you got well the Matrix. Um, we got the Matrix uh, trailer, or whatever that they put on that. Uh, there's a Forspoken, I think it's called the uh, the one that's been delayed a little bit now. Um, mm-hmm. That was uh, first showed at the um, PS5 thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Senua also Hellblade Two is going to be on on Unreal Engine Five as well. Um, and there's uh, also the new Witcher, Witcher Four is going to be also mm-hmm. on Unreal Engine Five. And rumors about um, the new Mass Effects are probably going to be on new uh, on new Unreal Engine. Um, new Bioshock game probably as well is going to be on there. So there's a lot of really cool stuff happening with uh, with uh, with that engine and the fact that it's what we've seen so far. It's been kind of insanely good and like that and specifically optimized. Like the fact that they can do those really, really, really awesome graphics with just completely like not having to have a machine that will explode <laughs> mm-hmm. so, is uh is is really interesting so yeah there's a lot of really cool um really really cool stuff and uh, some, some cool games coming out with Unreal a new 5. tomb raider coming too they announced yes that's being built that's on true. it that's yeah. that's interesting because that yep. was like a lot of the things we knew of that one and there was something else too which escapes me that they said that is was kind of like a new announcement. I know that there's a lot of Xbox studios using Unreal Engine Mm Five. Like they listed a slew of them. Some we knew were making. We knew they were all making games. So some of them we knew. You know, we kind of know what game it is that they're working on. But then others we don't. So, uh, so yeah. If it looks as good as the stuff we've seen so far in that demo, was that excited? Matrix uh, experience on Unreal Engine Five. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was really good so yeah. if it looks that good i'm here we for are it. getting closer and closer to uncanny valley yeah yep gotta creep us all out <laughs> yeah my uh my parents are finally coming to town they're supposed to come to town for for christmas but of course uh covid stopped that they're coming to town next week and i have not yet shown my dad Mm-hmm. what uh you know new console gaming looks like like obviously he he was intrigued when when you know stuff like uh uncharted came out and things like that and he tried himself and he wants to get into games he needs to be sure bud right he needs to like mm-hmm. sit down with me to explain to him like how to use analog sticks and all that kind of stuff i can't wait to show him horizon forbidden west <laughs> he's gonna lose his fucking i mean mind. it might not be the best game to start it's kind of no complex, no no just to show it to okay. him is saying like <laughs> Gaming has so many different realms right now, but this is like graphic pinnacle right now. And everything is jumping on like that uncanny valley realism Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yep, yep, yep. Um, 
This story you'd edit, and I think this was a surprise to no one, um, E3 earlier in the year was canceled as a in-person event, and yeah. everybody just assumed it was going to be a uh, digital event, and mm-hmm. uh, lo and behold, after we re- recorded the podcast last week, uh, they said, nope, we're not doing shit this year, so yeah. uh, E3 is not happening, but don't you worry, Jeff Neely was ready to go with an announcement about Summer Game Fest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. So now the meme is, and it, uh, I always have a hard time saying Jeff's last name. Instead of E3, it's Knee 3. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, interesting. <laughs> Not sure I like it, but okay. <laughs> I mean, com- competition is always good, for yes, sure. So, like, yes. having the option to have those, those two you know, exist together would probably be better for everyone as a whole. I mean, they, they, they did say that it would be back in 2023. Like, they, so the E3 said that it was canceled for 2022, but they will return in 2023 with a reinvigorated showcase live in LA. So we'll see. Yeah, I don't have high hopes for that. <laughs> Too many we'll people have realized how easy it is to do their own stuff and make their own noise. Why would they spend the money go having an easy yeah. show? It's not what it used to be for sure. Like you yeah. just put a tweet now and you're gonna get as as many views and as much reach as if you would have freaking mm-hmm. went to E3. So of course it's probably not as much hype as like being there at an event announcing something but like it's i mean it's information overload every summer yeah exactly and now like the studios that are bleeding talent and looking for talent and to hire people are just like we're making this game right now this is not for the journalists this is not for the consumers this is for us to get some fucking resumes and it's Mm -hmm. the game has completely changed like in terms of announcement and why people announce and how they announce and what they tease yeah. and when has completely changed. Totally. Yeah. yeah. The, the way that it, but even E3, you know, that evolved over the years too. So like, mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how they approach it for next year, but I think it's a 50, 50 kind of flip of the coin on, will it work? Will it blend? Yeah, remember we'll, that. We'll have to on- see who wants to commit to that, but yeah, for yeah. sure, there's going to be less companies than probably before. So, and honestly, GDC was a literal uh, COVID fest. So, yeah. um, see the news, but that I feel like oh, that's just I'm, I'm glad E3 was like, yeah, we're not going to do this because GDC oh, fucked up. Yeah, I mean. I don't think GDC fucked up. People were irresponsible and selfish. There's no reason why. As long as humans are involved. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like there's no reason GDC couldn't have been fully virtual again. And um, as a result, people got sick. And, you know, people got sick and they couldn't do their, their conferences in person anyway. They had to do it from their hotel room because they were sick. Yeah, like, and the, people were going knowing that they had COVID and spreading it. And yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. It was, was your calling convention super spreaders. They've always, we've always called it con plague. Oh, yeah, we always true. know that we're going to get sick yeah. after a convention. Oh, yeah. It's too many people in one area and it touching lots of stuff. 
Yeah, well, you like they announced uh, Comic Con was was back this year. Like, uh, of course, in Montreal, there's gonna be like tons of people in there oh, for yeah. sure. So, like, if I'm probably gonna end up going, but it'll be with a mask for the whole duration of the thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it's I. And, we need to get going, but people need to be sensible too, right? For sure. Like, and and respect that, and I, and that's gonna happen. People are gonna get sick when they had to have contingency plans and yeah, do their in person conferences from home yep. or from a hotel yeah what's this next one you got simon <laughs> it's a little bit of a word of warning for anyone who would be interested in investing into nfts uh so one of the first i want to say probably uh fully nft game so it was an official uh formula one nft game uh, called F1 Delta Time has now surprisingly shut down. Aww. So anyone who had um, tokens uh, into this uh, into this game, well, you've lost all of your money. Uh, so the, the developers said that they would definitely try to talk with other companies so that they can you can keep using your your tokens into a different game but who the fuck would do that <laughs> i i'm uh, stairs in game dev that's not gonna happen bro no like we i uh, you can't you can barely share assets between two assassin's creed yeah. games how do i think they're gonna get tokens yeah. in another f1 game from another company are you yeah are they crazy me? it's uh, but this is the not the first story this week of nft not. issues ubisoft announced they're not going to be supporting um ghost recon breakpoint anymore and guess what game they went full force with with nfts breakpoint <sighs> i guess it was the breaking point well Try to be wow, punny. Wow. Really, okay. shitty pun. really shitty pun. Really shitty pun. I mean, it is, you know, it a hundred percent like one of the big uh, one of the big uh, talking points about supporters that it was like, no, but it's 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 not centralized, so it's it, it's not owned by one company, so you can you can totally like imagine having a skin in Fortnite, and then you can put that skin on your game in Counter Strike. I'm like. And anyone who's not into gaming would have been, yeah, that sounds awesome, cool, awesome. But every other single gamer is like, you can't do that. That's not how this this works. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> we have there are so many threads from game devs that are just like, you don't understand. Like games are made with duct tapes, hopes, and dreams. Like it's not gonna happen. Like we can barely get our actual game out the door to work properly yeah. now you want a, you want universal asset that works within no matter the game engine no matter the 3d technology no matter the the hardware requirements it's like that's if, stupid if they're thinking that nfts are gonna bring universality and and undemocratize or democratize it then who is liable who's on the chopping block if some shit hits the fan like here's a prime example people threw money at this and it's wasted and honestly like the only like if people were aware about trc's terms and like, conditions yes for publishing on a console 
Like, oh yeah, just to put something on a console of what you like, what a game company needs to do and accept in order to get on the Xbox Store. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. That list, that shopping list, mm-hmm. is longer than the. It is longer than any any TRC requirements. Like it is stupid because and after there's stuff that you get that needs to be approved by Microsoft and or PlayStation and or Steam. And if you want to change them in the game later, you have to get them reapproved again. And yeah, it crazy. it is so you think that then you can buy an NFT and you can use it in every game without the powers that be saying yes or no. And I'm not talking about year or, or Ubisoft or Epic. I'm talking just about Xbox and PlayStation being like, yeah, you can't do this or we don't want this. And it's like we just launched uh, crossplay on For Honor, mm-hmm. and it, it was a long, a long pro- project, and it was a long thing. And when I think about the work that I did for that, the actual work that I did was a couple of months, but before that, there were years of work, and there was a lot of like just mock-up work that they were like, "Do you have time to help us? Because we need to get this approved by PlayStation." And I would just grab screenshots and just like change it and things like that, and then it was just like a. A, a mix mash of will this design as we see it be approved across the board by Xbox, PlayStation, and um, Ubisoft as a whole that has like their requirements. Mm-hmm. Like that enough is a fucking nightmare. But it's not just. And video then you're games gonna tell me that. you're gonna tell me that an NFT you can use anywhere where you want. Yeah, the, but but not just video games. Like there's are rules and regs and submission processes and got to get accepted if you want to get any kind of app on any app store. Apps like you can't, mobile gaming. Like the fact that f- I can guarantee you, the fact that Fortnite is on every fucking device, console, but, PC, pu- mobile, but device. iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but iPhone, iOS, yeah, because of their legal battles with Apple, because Apple won't let them do whatever the fuck they want because they broke their rules that they signed up for to be on the fucking app store and it's like just getting your game onto one platform is already a fucking nightmare and then people are like well dc could make nfts of like batman and i could have that a batman skin and like fortnite and a batman skin and like yeah. uh in like a in lego games or like in Assassin's Creed? no that's no. not how this shit works and it's just like, just today, I saw a tweet saying, like, the reason we don't have the edit button on Twitter is we built our whole infrastructure thinking that tweets were immutable, that they would never be changed. And just asking for an edit button is going to destroy the whole world. And then these same bros are like, I can use an NFT anywhere in any game. They're like, you clearly do not understand how things are made and how a lot yeah. of it is just hopes and dreams. And like, once mm-hmm. the code works, it's like, nobody fucking touch it. Yeah, don't touch it. You can Sorry, that was my rant for today. I'm so done with fucking. It'll spontaneously gamer bros. combust. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. So yeah, NFTs. We don't that's agree with them. I, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. Saying that, um, you know, I hate to say we told you so. So welcome to Miami. Thank you for bringing us that smorgasbord of news, Simon. <laughs> Catherine, Pleasure. what do you bring into the table today? Uh, it was just like fucking dropped around April Fools, but it's not an April Fools. Um, there's a new monkey. There's gonna be a new Monkey Island game. What? 
That's kind of crazy. So Ron Gilbert announced that he is working on a new Monkey Island game and it's Devolver that digital that's going to publish. Fantastic. Of course. Yeah. Uh, so it says Return to Monkey Island is currently in development at Lucasfilm Games. I mean, Lucasfilm is back, so I guess that's how they could revive that franchise. Mm-hmm. It'll be published under Devolver Digital sometimes in 2022. So you got yeah, Gilbert coming. Grossman working on the game alongside Dominic Armado, the original voice of Monkey Island protagonist, Guybrush Tripwood. So um, I've never played them. But I know it is a very nostalgic uh, thing for a lot of people. And it's, it's along the same veins as like the Broken Ages and things like that, right? I've never played. A, I never played, and I've heard lots about Monkey Island, but I've never played it. I think it was just not on the consoles that I was currently consuming at the time. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah it's. I, it, I know about it, but never played it. It's a. Mm. Uh, it's pirates. Yeah, yeah and the art style looks and really such. nice. Because mm-hmm. they've seen, like, they've shown some stuff and whatever. It gives me a little bit of vibes like uh, Guacamelee, but mm-hmm. I, it looks a little bit more 3D, or maybe that's just like the shots that we've seen so far. But uh, yeah, I'm intrigued. I want to play this. And the concept that it's coming out this year is kind of wild. Yep. So yeah. uh, it said, like, it says coming 2022. It doesn't say which platforms, but I mean, with Evolver Digital, it's at the very least PC. Yeah, yeah. There, there yeah. were originally PC games, if I remember correctly. Oh I yeah, I mean, I think they were. They came out before consoles were able to do what <laughs> Monkey Island was doing. So yeah. Mm. Cool. All right, so it's time for my little bit of contribution to the podcast, where I'm trying to bring us something that's like fun and cute, or like uplifting. And today. I'm bringing the weird, guys. I'm bringing the weird. So this, a little bit of a story on this one. I obviously get lots of different press releases in my emails. I get like all these different stories about like studies that are being done around video games and tech and all this kind of stuff. And this one uh, is is special. So a little bit of history on it. Um, Usually when I get these kinds of stories, I kind of just delete them because I'm like, yeah, whatever. And and it doesn't really matter. It's not something we're going to cover on the podcast. But a friend of ours who is uh, in the video game world here in Canada, um, Steve Vigvari. Sorry, Steve, if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. Um, (laughs) He tweeted about this press release info about this study that he got. And I was like, holy crap, that's hilarious. Went into my email. <laughs> I got the same one, too. <laughs> so now you guys get to hear all of this fun if you didn't check our Twitter conversation back it's and forth. so stupid. So this, <laughs> this story is wild. And the title of the subject line of the email that I got was revealed. PC gamers crowned the filthiest gamers. I'm going to read you the intro to this because when I normally, like I said, I would have just deleted this because like, who cares? But this is just like gold. And I shared it then to Simon and Kat and be like, we talk about this on the podcast. So here you go. As avid gamers, we know gaming can be quite a dirty affair. And no, we're not talking about griefing and cheating. We are talking about literal dirt. How often... From how often gamers clean their consoles to how often they typically wash. 
The team at Bonus Ninja surveyed 1,005 self-declared gamers from the U.S. and Canada on their hygiene habits to find and rank the grimiest gamers out there. Gamers have been ranked on their personal hygiene and console cleanliness. The full analysis can be found here. So just to give you guys some context, Bonus Ninja is a online casino, and this is why usually I end up not you know, picking up a lot of these articles because I know that they're just trying to get you to go spend money on an online gambling service. Um, But this one, I I just had to. I had to talk about it. I had to share it. So we've got a series of findings from the study. Uh, This is tackling the biggest stereotype in gaming was no easy task. Sorry, Leah. The biggest air quote here in the word study. Yes, exactly. Being a thousand and five. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, some studies are around that that they use to poll people. But uh, I but, yeah. would not trust the data coming from Bonus Ninja. <laughs> yeah, but tackling <laughs> the biggest stereotype in gaming was no easy task, and some of the results will shock you. Dot 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 for real. Okay, Buzzfeed. Dot dot. dot. <laughs> so are you guys ready to get into this? Because there are seven big things there's obviously yeah. a lot more on their site but like let's get into it right? yeah, number one only 14 percent of gamers typically wash every couple of days we asked gamers how often they typically wash let's just say the results were quite interesting results showed that most gamers typically wash every couple of days 14.33 percent some gamers wash only once a week 11.4 percent most shockingly, 5.10% of gamers admittedly uh, admitted that they typically wash less than once a week. First off, who admits that? Yeah, that's like, jeez. <laughs> Why? I mean, th- those numbers don't seem too far-fetched. Like 5% once a week mm-hmm. out of 1,000. Maybe? <laughs> like if... If, if, if you're talking to a specifically horrible hygiene gamers, like, I could see that maybe being a thing. Is that, like, 50? 1,005. Out of 1,000? Yeah. Is that, uh, like, 50? Something like that? 5% yeah. out of... Yeah, something I, like that. I, I, I suck at math. I think it's 50. Then 50 people said that they don't wash... They don't wash more than... Or, or they wash less than once a week. Wow. Okay, let's go to uh, the yeah. next one. <laughs> to me, that's not impossible. <laughs> 37.31% of gamers cleaned their console once a week or more. The runners-up were the gamers who cleaned their gaming consoles approximately once a year, 28.66%. But not too far behind were the gamers who cleaned their consoles at least once a month. Gamers who never cleaned their consoles came up in the last place at 8.96%, so almost 9%. This one, I can understand. Yeah, because totally. my console sits in its little cubby in the TV stand unit and I dust it. Does that count as cleaning? I don't I know. So. I Probably. dust yeah. it. Definitely. Okay. But I can understand someone just leaving their console there and then not touching it too if it's I mean they probably something. consider cleaning just blowing the dust that's on it with your mouth, so Okay. Maybe. Now controllers that's a different can of worms because they get grimy. Mm-hmm. I wipe that down every so often. Yeah. 
PC gamers are the cleanest gamers. The results showed that PC gamers topped the list across the board with 22% of gamers reporting that they wash every couple of days. This was followed closely by Xbox gamers at 14%, Nintendo Switch and PlayStation gamers with a bit more often, but not by much. Mobile so gamers they- got the crown for dirtiest gamers with only 1.45% of respondents reporting they wash more than once a week. Mobile gamers have the cleanest console devices. Let's just say that some gamers really love their consoles. This shows in the finding mobile gamers took their gold for gamers who clean their devices once a week and more with a massive 89%. Meanwhile, Xbox gamers 7% came in the last place. I mean, like, yeah. Define cleaning, like cleaning. That's the problem. Cleaning a phone, like you put a, you know, you wipe the, the, the fingerprints off the screen and it's clean. Cleaning a PC, you gotta unplug it. You gotta, you know, you gotta. Or do they consider just passing a Swiffer duster on your PC as cleaning it, which is not? So, like, what considers cleaning? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not defined here. Mm. Female gamers have cleaner consoles than male gamers. Over half the female gamers, 53%, stated they clean their consoles more than once a week, compared to only 26, almost 27, really, with the percentage of males. Disturbingly, more males, 10%, than females, 6%, admitted that they have never cleaned their gaming consoles. Because once again, I say, who's in Define clean. Stuff? And define clean. Here's the doozy. Literally. Number. <laughs> How many gamers have soiled themselves during a session? Yes, we even went as far to ask the gamers <sighs> if they've ever soiled themselves during a session. And we know that means pee yourself or poop yourself. PC gamers at 43.4% that is came impossible. in first place. In- no- Possible. Though PS4, 33% of gamers have also had a it's fair impossible. number of gamers who did number two mid-session. No. <laughs> what? That's impossible. <laughs> Th- that number makes no sense. Mobile gamers Nobody pees himself gaming. Like, that's just impossible. Uh-huh. 1% or 2% I would have said, maybe. Okay. That would like almost half. That's impossible. Mobile gamers were least likely to have accidents during a game. Why? Which again seems counterintuitive. Because when do you play games other than when you're pooping or peeing? (laughs) Hilarious. That's just that's stupid. That's just stupid. And the last one that they brought in this was seventy-eight point two six of percent of PC gamers have pleasured themselves over a fictional character. See, yeah, that I don't makes sense. Think that's I don't I yeah. don't see that as being weird. No, that makes um, sense. Yeah, yeah, that's not weird. Everything else about nope. pooping yourself while you're fucking playing a game—that's a weird one. Press pause for Christ's sake, um, or put the controller down. It's, and it's really like, not worth cleaning up poop in your own pants. I don't. Huh? Yeah, I don't even. Like, do people wear diapers? Like, how do you, how do you, I, 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 I refuse to Your rank that. in Call of Duty is not worth that much. Like, no, it really honestly. Isn't. I refuse to believe that, like, more than 40% of people have peed or pooed themselves while gaming. That's impossible. Impossible. It's just weird, eh? Yeah. So, that's the story. Um, bonusninja.com slash dirtiest dash gamers is where you can find the rest of the data. Don't even give but me clicks, yeah, man. I, but I 
don't. It's it's fucking hilarious. I mean, like, I'm just what I am most flabbergasted by is that people agreed to answer the question, have your shit yourself while playing a game. <sighs> and, and they, they said yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's just Wow, wow, we wow. No, no. I, I disagree. <laughs> I'm sure some people were probably memeing or something like that, saying, Yeah, totally, I totally shit myself while gaming, but like in reality, probably less than one percent of people have done that before. Yeah. So, take especially with- considering how small their their pool of people was, a like out of a thousand people, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. You're telling me that almost five hundred people have shit themselves while playing a game? That's impossible. Yeah. And then my girlfriend's looking at me with a face like, "What the fuck are you talking?" <laughs> yeah. About? Just tell Ari to listen to the podcast <laughs> once it releases, so that she understands what we're going on with. Oh. Yeah, mean, I think I'm going to get questions angry. from Mike, too, when I get out of here. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Pooping yourself? That is honestly <laughs> the most bullshit I've heard in, like, one news story. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's 100%. We want your clicks so that you can talk about it. So that's why I'm saying don't even give them any clicks. Don't do go listen to the podcast where we can say what's happening and don't click on them. Yeah, I need to give the URL just to prove to people no. like I le- like don't. it's a thing published on the internet that was sent to me that other people got sent to that is a study hardcore air quotes. Um to validate that I'm not making this shit up. Oh, God. <laughs> can we wrap this up? <laughs> Honestly, please. We can. You ready for conclusion? You ready? Hey, yes, please. Conclusion. I'm done. <laughs> Are you done? Are I've you had done? enough of this. I want to go home. <laughs> you are home. <laughs> I want to go to bed. <laughs> I want to go to bed. Where, there's n- where I'm not going to soil myself because I will go to the bathroom before I go to sleep. Thanks. Exactly. Like a fucking adult. Um... All right, folks, Uh, that wraps up the show for this week. Uh, A little bit of housekeeping uh, before we run away. Next week is a long weekend. um, And like I mentioned earlier, my parents are finally coming to town. And a lot of people are actually finally getting a chance to see other relatives because we got screwed over Christmas uh, because of COVID. So um, we're going to take a little break next week and kind of simmer down a bit. We'll uh, be back the week after, of course. But yeah, we just want to take a little breather. We want to let you know that's why there's no episode. If you're looking for it, it's because uh, we're off having family time. Right? Mm -hmm. Cool. Family's time is family. Family time is important. Family time often involves games, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, as always, when I wrap up this shoe show, I want to invite you to go the shoe. The shoe. The shoe. I did get new shoes, so oh, we'll talk so about wrapping the shoe. Wrapping the shoe. Um, I always like to shout out Catherine for doing a fantastic job in putting the show notes up on the website, so you can go and click on the links to read the stories that we talk about. Maybe don't read the ninja one about. Don't. Yeah, but, don't, you know, don't put the for, link. For, for crediting purposes, it might be if a good idea link, to put I'll it there. If you put the link, I'll be angry. No. Okay, don't put the link, Catherine. Don't I already read it. Attention. So technically, we gave him the credit. I know. Yes. I just, you know, you gotta, you, you gotta cover your bases, right? We gave it in the podcast. That's what we it is. We gave it. We gave it. Um, so yeah, go to girlsongames.ca uh, and uh, read up on it because obviously um, us reading it means that they're not getting that click through and the ad revenue and all that kind of stuff. So go support the good people making the content that we cover. Um, 
If you'd like to uh, do something for us while we are not around uh, for a week, uh, it would be much appreciated if you could go and rate and review this podcast, even though we talked about poop for 20 minutes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We definitely did. (laughs) Oh, my God. Where do we get this stuff? Um, So, yeah, if you are on a podcasting platform that permits you to rate and review a podcast, please do so. Why? It helps in the rankings um, for us to show up in discoverability when people are hunting down content and validates that uh, our content is good. So uh, much appreciated if you go do that for us. But as usual, during this time of the show, I asked the crew to shout out their social media handles so you can follow them online and talk video games and more with them. Catherine, where can people find you? I am C-S-D-E-S-B-I-N-S-C-S-D-B-A on Twitter and Instagram, but I mostly hang out in the Girls on Games Discord. Simon, what cute fuzzy creature or awesome human are we following today? Uh, I will like to recommend Tom Cardi. Uh, I, I forget if I've already recommended him in the podcast, but don't think he put so. out... He put out a video last week and or yesterday, and it, it made me cry laugh. Uh, so he makes uh, little videos, little songs uh, that he posts on Instagram, but he also has a YouTube channel and he streams on, on a lot of platforms. Um, and he, it's just an uh, an Australian guy just sitting in his studios making dumb songs about dumb stuff. Uh, some of his most popular one are uh, "Why Am I Anxious," "Monster Truck," and then in parentheses, "Don't Touch My." Uh, you also have Je suis fatigué uh, and also a big dumb idiot in parentheses in front of other people and uh, call your mother is also a very good one. So yeah, there's uh, some very, very nice stuff on there. It's really funny. Uh, good grooves uh, and uh, good singer and he makes some uh, some some funny sayings. So go check it out. Tom Cardi. Cool. I love him. The... You do? I follow him on the TikTok. He is there we very go. funny. The TikTok. Um, Speaking of the term, je suis fatigué, I remember being in French immersion um, in grade like seven or something, and I said je fatigué instead of je suis fatigué, and uh-huh. the teacher corrected me because one of them means I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I was tired. I was that kind of tired. Yeah. Oh my. Listen, I'm a native speaker, and if I get tired, I'll mess up my uh, verbs too. Your verbs and what I, even are what even is grammar? conjugation? What is that nonsense anyway? It's so, uh, yeah. so hard. Becherelles. All right, <laughs> I'm Leah Jura. <laughs> I broke Catherine with that one. I'm Leah Jura. Most social media platforms, but of course, you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at the Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook, just Girls on Games on Instagram, Discord.me/slash/GirlsOnGames, and continue this lovely convo and more. But of course, if you ever want to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That's our website, GirlsOnGames.ca. Thank also, you, Kat. Uh, Thanks, Catherine, I, mean, I just, what? I just, I just want to say. Um, the discussions around fecal matter might not be over because your boyfriend just sent me a message says I've been constantly farting. So it's, <laughs> it might not be over. Just FYI. So. Oh no. Just, what just did he don't eat? get, don't get, don't get like uh, caught in like a Dutch oven or something. Yeah. God, so. we're sleeping with the window and the door just, open. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Just to let you in on that. With that being said, thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Simon. It's been an interesting podcast. And we'll be back in two weeks. Yes, sir. (laughs) Leave you guys at a high note. (laughs) Oh, my God. Bye.